Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And you know what? Making a movie, even a terrible one, is incredibly difficult. And of the many, many things that can go wrong, there's always just the possibility that you'll just run out of money. And when that happened for these films, they took some rather outlandish routes to get back on track. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movies that did crazy things when they ran out of money. Number 10. Director Rennie Harlan spent $1 million of his own money to fix the script, Cutthroat Island. Films don't get much more calamitous than Cutthroat Island, the 1995 action-adventure film that bombed so catastrophically at the box office that it put studios off swashbuckling movies for almost an entire decade. That was until Pirates of the Caribbean reaffirmed their commercial viability. The production was beset by numerous delays and on-set accidents which caused the budget to balloon to a ludicrous $98 million by the time it was all said and done, though some estimates even peg it as high as one $115 million. Furthermore, the script just wasn't working during pre-production, and though Rennie Harlan asked the producers to bankroll rewrites, production company Carol Cole Pictures was on the verge of bankruptcy and had no further funds to give. As a result, a desperate Harlan ended up spending $1 million of his own cash to pay the writers to complete a new draft. Even though Harlan was a rising superstar director after the success of Die Hard 2 and Cliffhanger, that was still a majorly drastic move for any filmmaker and it was ultimately all for naught. The film was critically panned, with particular attention paid to its shoddy screenplay. While Harlan received a Worst Director Razzie nomination, and it grossed a brutal $10 million worldwide. Number 9. Robert Rodriguez kept bloopers in the film because he couldn't afford multiple takes. El Mariachi Robert Rodriguez wrote the book on how to produce an ultra-low-budget movie, quite literally, in fact, because he chronicled the production of his filmmaking debut El Mariachi in the much loved 1992 tome Rebel Without a Crew, or how a 23-year-old filmmaker with $7,000 became a Hollywood player. Indeed, Rodriguez produced his entire indie western for barely $7,000, much of which he raised by participating in experimental drug trials, using every corner-cutting trick possible to ensure that he didn't run over budget, because, well, he literally had no other option. Rodriguez borrowed a 60mm camera, shot every scene in just one or two takes, edited on video to save money, 
money and used real guns because he couldn't afford prop ones, as well as having his cast also double as crew members. The budget was so razor thin that if the maximum two takes of a single setup were blown by mistakes, he would simply incorporate the goofs into the story or cut to the next setup as soon as possible, hence the film's oft-choppy editing style. And yet, despite being so blatantly held together with duct tape and sheer can-do spirit, El Mariachi's feverish charm and energy endeared itself to critics and indie film fans, launching Rodriguez's Hollywood career in the process. Number 8. Director George Slizer borrowed money from the French mob. The Vanishing, 1988. 1988's Dutch horror masterpiece The Vanishing is a film of such composed confidence that it feels like every aspect of the production went exactly as filmmaker George Slizer originally planned. And yet, the film was reportedly made for a budget of just $165,000, which was so scant it wasn't even enough to feed the cast and crew through to the end of shooting. According to the director, he ended up paying a visit to some shady figures from the French criminal underworld and asked them for a loan. The mobsters complied, but also assured the filmmaker of the dire consequences if he couldn't settle his debt as agreed. Slizer didn't elaborate on how it all shook out, but given that the film was a considerable critical and commercial success, and he lived for another 25 years seemingly free of mob hassle, the gamble evidently paid off. Number 7. William Shatner Recycled Footage, Extras and Costumes Star Trek V The Final Frontier Star Trek V The Final Frontier is generally accepted to be the worst of all the Trek movies. It's a bit of a bore for the most part and lacks the glossy, big-budget feel of its predecessors despite having a markedly bigger budget than the three prior sequels. The William Shatner-directed project was a massive challenge for all involved. There was considerable pre-production squabbling over the script, Shatner wrestled with Paramount over the budget, there was a writer's guild strike going on, and there were major issues while shooting on location and during post-production. Because Shatner's budget was revised, and by his own claim he didn't receive enough help to correctly allocate his allotted money, he had to cut corners at almost every turn to bring it on budget. This included reusing the same extras in different camera setups to imply Cybox's ability was larger, recycling costumes from previous Trek films, and filming the campfire scenes closer up because there wasn't time or money to build more expansive sets for wide shots. Worst of all, the film's climax was originally intended to have Kirk be chased by a fleet of rock monsters. But when there simply wasn't the money to pull it off and a single rock monster test scene wasn't satisfactory, Shatner was out of options. As a result, he ended up reusing previously shot footage of God for the climax who manifests and attempts to kill Kirk only to be blown to smithereens by Klingon disruptor fire. As much stick as Shatner gets for this movie, it really does seem like he tried to make the best of a rather terrible situation. Number 6. Orson Welles set a scene in a Turkish bath so he didn't need costumes. Othello, 1951. Though Orson Welles might be remembered as a staunch perfectionist, he also rolled with the punches when necessary, as he proved beyond any and all doubt while he was filming his 1951 adaptation of Shakespeare's Othello. The film was ultimately shot over the period of three years, initially being shut down after the original producer announced bankruptcy mid-day into shooting. Wells decided to salvage the film by funding it himself, but due to the massive costs involved, he had to intermittently shoot between acting projects which he was using to bankroll production. Filming was stopped at least three times. During one of 
the shooting cycles, Wells ran so drive money that the costumes being used for the film had to be impounded due to unpaid fees. Unable to deal with costly delays by sourcing new costumes, Wells had a rather ingenious lightbulb idea for shooting an upcoming murder scene. Wells decided to change the setting to a Turkish bath because this would provide a logical reason for the characters not being in their typical mode of attire, allowing him to keep filming despite the wardrobe being actually locked in storage. This is just one of the solutions that Wells found to combat his bleeding budget, but it's by far the most impressively creative. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Number 5. The Python team came up with a fourth wall-breaking ending, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Monty Python and the Holy Grail ends in rather hilariously surreal fashion as the army of knights prepares to assault the French soldiers, only for modern-day police to arrive out of nowhere, arrest King Arthur and Bedivere, and break the camera. It truly feels like the film couldn't have ended any other way, and yet the Python team have confirmed numerous times over the years that an original scripted climax involved the actual battle that was set up in those final moments. Allegedly due to how much money had been spent on pyrotechnics for Tim the Enchanter's scene, there just wasn't enough money left to stage and shoot a battle in earnest, and so this fourth wall breaking ending was dreamt up instead. Co-star Michael Palin quite aptly called the ultimate ending both cheaper and funnier. This approach wouldn't work for more straight-laced movies, but something as willfully farcical as Monty Python? Well, it absolutely did work. Number 4. Spike Lee gave up most of his fee and asked black celebrities for donations. Malcolm X Spike Lee's Malcolm X ended up costing $35 million, which was almost as expensive as Lee's five previous films combined. Even with the epic biopic Lee was trying to make, some pushback from Warner Brothers wasn't entirely unreasonable, who had reservations about the $30 million that Lee asked for and also demands of a three-hour runtime. Lee was nevertheless allowed to begin filming with $28 million as a budget, and convinced Warner Brothers to raise it to $33 million during shooting. But as Lee continued to shoot and found himself
himself unable to get any more money from the studio, he decided to surrender $2 million of his own $3 million salary to the budget. After four months of shooting were completed, the insurance company took control of the film, and amid runtime arguments between Lee and the studio, shut down post-production with the costs running dry. Lee got desperate and made the highly unconventional decision to effectively crowdfund post-production from prominent black celebrities, including Bill Cosby, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Janet Jackson, and Prince. These donations, not investments, Lee made clear, allowed Lee to get back into the editing suite and finish the 201-minute cut that he envisioned from the outset. Though Malcolm X was a modest commercial success and netted Denzel Washington a Best Actor Oscar nomination, Lee's unconventional chicanery soured his relationship with Warner Brothers for years, such that he was prevented from helping develop Space Jam. Number 3. Planned sets were replaced with cardboard cutouts. The Adventures of Baron Munchausen Terry Gillum strikes again, this time not in a $400,000 Monty Python film, but the $46.63 million 1988 fantasy flick The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Incredibly, the project was originally budgeted at $23.5 million, which ballooned to roughly double that by the end of production, a figure which Gillum predictably disputes. Whatever the true price tag, plans to build a Moon City set at Pinewood Studios were scrapped because there literally wasn't the money to create them. Gillum, ever a man to thrive under pressure, decided instead to have the concept sketches of the city enlarged, printed, and stuck to giant plywood boards, which were then moved around by crew hands as necessary to imply movement and scale. And so, when the Baron and Sally arrive at the city, it has a really weird surreal 2D aesthetic, which rather than suggest budgetary constraints, feels totally on brand for Gillum's madcap vision. Though the film was ultimately a massive commercial failure, grossing barely $8 million globally, it was at least nominated for four Oscars including Best Art Direction and Best Visual Effects. Number 2. The cast and crew took out high-interest bank loans and begged local businesses to help. The Evil Dead It isn't a secret to anyone that Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead was a seat-of-the-pants production where he and his inexperienced cast and crew wrung every last penny out of their $375,000 budget. Halfway through filming in the winter of 1980, Raimi actually ran out of money, and so in order to restart shooting, Raimi, his producer and star Bruce Campbell committed themselves to doing whatever it took to find the extra funds. Between them, they took out high-interest bank loans, borrowed money from friends and families, and even cold-called local businesses around Michigan begging for catering resources, gasoline, and all of the other logistical accoutrements a film production needs. These risky gambles all paid off, as The Evil Dead was a phenomenal commercial success that launched an entire horror empire that is still thriving today. And number one, the second unit was sent home early. Masters of the Universe. Production on 1987's live-action He-Man movie Masters of the Universe was an utter mess. It was by far the most expensive film ever produced by the Canon Group at the time, and they were desperate enough for a smash hit after a string of flops that eventually added $7 million to the superheroes' flicks budget, bringing it to a hefty $22 million. Nevertheless, Canon were obsessed with cutting budgetary corners wherever possible, scrapping planned sequences, and at one point even dismissing the film's entire second unit team. Though the film does have a credited second unit, Canon executives sent them home during filming rather than pay them to complete pickups, insisting instead that director Gary Goddard carry out any additional photography, that is, establishing shots and prop close-ups by himself. It really sounds like this is a case of putting a band-aid on a gaping wound, though, given that the production clearly had so many other issues, its script being one. The film's commercial failure, along with those of Superman IV, The Quest for Peace, and Life Force ultimately contributed to Canon film's eventual closure. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.